0: well hello everybody you're listening to the woodworkers podcast i'm ben brunick i got ramon valdez and phil's doing a good stretch ready to go how are you guys doing
1: <laughs> good good doing, doing well <laughs> Tired. we
0: can we can see each other uh on this little recording app and phil was doing the full body stretch there trying to get limbered Should up for the show
1: get, get into the show get into the mood <laughs> yeah
0: well might as well jump right in Phil, you got stuff going on, Wood Whisper Guild stuff and
1: uh, steam bedding and that business. So jump in. All all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, this past week, I guess last week, was the online box-making class with Pratt. And that was, you know, Kim McIntyre kind of uh, facilitated that. Uh, So that was a five-day class. We met three times in the day, you know, like morning afternoonish and and evening how long how long did you guys meet there were we there were an hour each time but but not really you know like it, it it was just what we needed i mean you know a few classes in it was pretty obvious like yeah you all just want to check in real quick and get back to work cuz you got plenty to do and what i like about classes like this it forces people to work in their own space and then realize what they need to f- get fixed up um so you know i try to mm. make it where it's like you don't need some fancy equipment, but even ba- even basic woodworking and still woodwork woodworking is expensive. It's ridiculous, but you know they still need a a sled. But they could use a chop saw if they had it, or they could use you know they could use a shooting board and a hand saw. And we get all kinds when I do online classes like this. But what's fun is it's it's like hey you know how 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 you doing? And well, I've spent the evening making a sled. It's like that's cool. You made a sled now. Now you have a sled, you know, and, and so mm-hmm. it's kinda it's kinda more than just the finished. The product. actual class. Yeah. yeah. And that's what they seem most of the time that's what they kind of dig about. It's like, hey Phil, I don't have such a tool. How else can I do it? Well, you know, what do you have? Okay, this is how you know a couple ways to approach it. And then they go off and, and figure it out and do it. And it, it it's so it's kinda cool. So everyone made like it was a veneer. Box. We sent out a kit, and so me and Amanda made the kits, got them shipped out to them. Um, I was in wondering time. about
2: that. Okay, so they have a kit to start. Yeah, That's yes. Yeah.
1: Awesome. So they have, you know, <clears throat> the veneers have been picked out. So it's a four corner match. It's that whole like you know book match, leaf match, type deal. So you get like a you know a front, a side, a back, a side, and it's the leaf match. So they, mm-hmm. you know, it wraps they all, around. They all match up, just like you know the mitre type boxes. But we did a rabbit box because, again, I was thinking that'd be a much more approachable way to do it than miters. I mean, miters can be a son. Like I can make really nice miters, but I have a really nice sled and miters well are. Fine, it's yeah, it's, it's easy kind to of do a one. misconception
2: that <laughs> of you know four miters go together, but there's really eight cuts.
1: Yeah, right. It's so, it's, it's a lot. I mean, it really cool. is a lot.
2: What is the substrate?
1: Uh, It was three eighth. uh, No, this was half-inch Baltic birch Mm -hmm. and walnut, 332nd, walnut inside-outside. And what we did for the side, we basically constructed that piece for them. So it's uh, in in the middle or more favoring the top, there's a piece of maple that was sandwiched in between the plywood. So, you know, it's like an inch and – I'm just going to make up numbers. I can't remember. But say one and five-eighths piece of – Baltic birch, then a piece of half-inch maple, and then a piece of 7 inch Baltic birch, and then that all got taped and glued together, sent through the wide belt sander, and then cut up into lamps, and, and then they veneered over that. So when they got their box finished and split it apart, it wasn't plywood; it was maple uh, inside. Mm. So yeah, so that that was That's that was cool. fun, okay, f- for them to see. And but yeah, they did a great job. Uh, everyone. Pretty much finished. You know, there was a few people that didn't even show up, but they knew that they they basically get the class. It's recorded, and so they get to do that. And it, it was on Microsoft Teams, which I've never done before. I'm still a little confused by it, but it's kind of like a it's kind of like a Zoom meets Facebook, and that's probably why I wasn't good at it because I never do Facebook. But <laughs> you know, it's like there's a chat room. You kind of group together. You can send messages and. It's, it's, and you can upload files and stuff. So it was, it was pretty cool uh, for class. It worked out really well. Um, mm-hmm. But we got, it was,
2: it was about like three times a day. And then for how many days did you say? Five was, days. A, a week. Yeah. Five days.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, by day three, I was thinking, man, I'm going to be done by like the end of the day. But we, we dove <sighs> but, in deeper with just uh, everything, you know, like details. just, kind of, yeah. I just talked. More than just a box. um, So how did how did most
2: of the students or how did you recommend that they all um, create the little rabbits?
1: Uh, Dado blade. Oh, you're talking about like the actual rabbit for the box sides and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Actually, all the rabbits we just did on a dado blade. You know, one student nibbled away, did like almost like a speed tenon. You know, where they a single blade Uh kind of you know set up a stop for their shoulder and then. Cut away, and then kind of went back and forth, and you know cleaned it up. Mm-hmm. Another student did it on a router table, um, and I talked him through all those different scenarios. Options. Yeah, and then for the groove, uh, one student uh, for the for the banding groove, at rabbit did it on the table saw and did like a you know got did like a double cut, so each each one got two cuts, so that way because they didn't have a flat bottom grind blade, mm-hmm. um, but. But yeah. So, they, so
2: the, the banding, those pieces were already cut for them.
1: Yeah, we we not mitered and stuff. So we no, had but, them just lamps of it. But cutting those little pieces. Yeah, it's gonna be a you 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 kind of have to. to know what you're doing. Right, right. <clears throat> but yeah, no, we, they they had they had that. They had coals. I sent coals for them to clamp stuff, and they they basically use the coals for one for doing the top and bottom. And then once that's done, they cut the coals in half and that allowed them to use it for the sides inside and out. Um Nice. Yeah. And, and then the, the miters, uh, some people did a miter, f- actual miter fold case, which was really cool. Um, cause it looks really nice. And then, uh, the banding, we pretty much just used like a Kamiko block at a 45, um, and most of them actually had those because they've taken like Kamiko classes online, mm-hmm. and so we just we just paired it back and worked our way around. Uh, not not a freeway miter, just did like a picture frame on the top, bottom, and then butt joint. You know the ver- verticals are so just butt joint in between, and it's, you know <coughs> you're talking eighth inch by eighth inch little little banding. Yeah, and you see the you see the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. and it looks you know, really look- good. Yeah,
0: it does. Yeah, and it's it's cool that you <clears throat> all those different ways of doing it, so right. f- folks could see that there's you know there's there's not there's never one way for the right, most right, part right. to do something, yeah. and even if you have the equipment, that doesn't mean that the equipment's not like tied up with some other operation that you don't want right. to tear down. So oh, I'll figure out another way to to do this. That's that's a constant. yeah. yeah. in the shop you know lots of options yeah Yeah. i got my the routers the router set up for something right now so i'm going to use the table saw or the table you know i don't want to occupy the table saw so yeah yeah
2: yeah. i'll use my it was good my joiner
1: use my joiner (laughs) (laughs) use whatever Uh, yeah no it was was a fun class it was um you know this happened because i mean i was meant to be there whenever that was last year teaching my hallway table class and, uh, you know, COVID and stuff that got canceled and then got further pushed out. And so we pretty much just said, you know, like, Hey, you know, would you be cool taking it online? And, and, you know, I did like a, a little live, they called it like an artist talk. And it's just a little, told about myself, blabbered on for way too long and, and then answered some questions and showed some of my work. Um, so yeah, it's called cool. Pratt. The, the Pratt deal is is pretty awesome. They really try to make it affordable, uh, you know, to pretty much anyone. And I think mm-hmm. that's I think that's really important. Like I said, woodworking. Probably online, you kind of have to have the tools, so that's kind of sucky. And I know like the in-person classes. That's kind of cool thing about it is it's it's well, expensive. You get to, to, you get to, to, to try do woodworking. Yeah, yeah you, uh,
0: can. you get to try things and see things like yeah, man, that thing works fantastic. I'm gonna right. get that'll solve this problem for me. I'm going to get one of those. Uh,
1: And and if it's just a hobby, you just get to keep going and taking classes and it's affordable to take the class and you may not ever... want or you know maybe not be able to get all the tools for your own shop but yeah it definitely or, yeah you don't have your option. own
0: you, you don't have your own shop yes I and mean, that's a base <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the biggest expense you know that's the most expensive tool you've got is the actual building that the that the equipment goes in <laughs>
1: well, it is for you ben because you've got a Big ass shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, That's pretty Danny's, cool.
2: How the student, you know, made a sled, and then they'll use that, and then they start realizing they can use it for this, and they can use, you know, yeah. and all those skills just build on.
1: Each, yeah, I had a router table. Like, yeah, I had a router table, but <clears> you know, didn't have a zero clearance. It didn't have this. It didn't have that. You know, it wasn't. It was rattling. Like, wrong. just all these things. <laughs> you know, router just, bit. <laughs> <laughs> they just fine tuned and fine tuned uh their, their shop so that's always fun but yeah so that that finished on Friday and then it's, it's the last Friday I don't know what day it is today Thursday so that finished Friday and then Saturday the Wood Whisperer class started um, mm. so so that was uh, Todd who works at the Wood full time now uh, Whatever film filmographer film what do you call it your, cinema your son's, your son's one right Ramon no he's an editor S- editor okay <laughs> yeah. so he's well he's that too so he edits he films he, oh, so he does right. all of it for the but <clears throat> he came out saturday and we we built my uh bar stool. um oh yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah 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 with the, with the brass yeah. foot rail thing that was cool
1: yeah so built that saturday sunday monday yeah i think it was monday yeah it was a quick half day tuesday it was pretty damn quick
0: it was a quick bang out man that's yeah it was impressive to see and that was and that was something that you dusted off too right i mean you haven't made that for i
1: haven't made that thing in six years okay so what i what i realized was you know with with it when you're when you're teaching it and you're filming it you're referencing to certain things so you better be referencing to the correct the actual plan that the, the students are going to see when they buy that class right so it's for the woodverse guild mm-hmm. um, and i lost the original sketchup file like i cannot find it anywhere so i had to i had, luckily i had one of the barstools and so i had to redraw it and you know how that is like i'm looking at going what the hell did i do there like why why did why i is, do this yeah I was like, why is that my <laughs> reference face and not this or it's just weird stuff so Luckily, I got all that stuff together, made new templates, so I couldn't use a lot of the old templates. But what I, what I also did, which I'm really kind of proud of, I could bang that chair out faster. Like if we had chosen to use, so to like three and a half days, uh, we could probably get done it in two and a half days if I used the panorouter, right? So if I used the panorouter mm-hmm. and the Domino, but I wanted to, my last project was the lounge chair, and I did use the panorouter, and that's, you know, we, had, we got that done in f- five days and so, or four and a half days this time round, I was determined to not use any, any slot mortiser type machine, no domino. And so it, we basically just did how I used to do it with a plunge router uh, and a template, fence, you know, or a fence. And, yeah. And then just uh, mm-hmm. some kind of funky jig that would allow me to get in and do some slip tenons and then bandsaw mm-hmm. tenons and then, um, then we did some templates for guy bushing type setup too. So it so just again, makes it a little more attainable,
2: you know. Again, back to that uh, thing with options. There's a lot of a lot of ways to do something. Yeah.
1: Well, and when people buy a class like this, I, I get the frustration. Like I'm for me, I'm trying to bang this class out in a really fast time, and so I have tools to do it way more efficiently. And even when mm-hmm. I posted about it, I said, try not to use these tools. To, Kicking it like old school, how I used to do it, and that way, when people take the class, it's like, Oh cool, he's just using a plunge router, I have a plunge router, I have a fence, you know, not oh okay, he's got a panda router, which is fantastic, and I think it's important that they see that because it's a great machine, but a lot of them are just hobbyists that that do maybe one or two projects you know every six months, yeah um and so it's i, I you know it's it's a lot of money and and you have that thing too people always say well, if I had that machine, I could do it. <laughs> right. And it's like, it, says, <laughs> <laughs> it drives me nuts. It's like, I didn't always have these machines, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I think it's just fun for people to see the options uh, and, and ways to, and you know, if they already have mm-hmm. the Panorata, they can ignore all of it. They already know what they're doing. Just, just slap it down and go, man. It's like, they'll have it done real fast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that was fun. Amanda uh, hung out with us, And so she was in the background, and she would jump in when we're like, okay, let's sand, let's clean this up, let's do that. And so that was really helpful, kind of like what Mark, if Mark was there, you know, that's what he would do. He, as soon as like, okay, you're sanding this part now, a couple minutes, film it. And then he's like, can I jump in? I'm like, hell yeah. (laughs) You know, and he'll get busting his ass working on it. And then it's like, we both want to do a really good video, you know, Mm -hmm. good quality, good, good you know content but we also want to get back to work other, you know yeah get, get sure. it done and get back you sure. know? so yeah so that that was really fun but now i'm getting ready i guess in a week or two a week and a half i go to indiana so i'm steam bending trying to steam bend at the moment uh, for these chairs a client reached out the other day hey how's how are those going <laughs> it's like well things got a little bit crazy um <sighs> But I'm trying to steam steam. I'm, I'm just kind of, you know, I've taken in a lot of advice from a lot of different people. You know, Burnt Chanley gave me a lot of advice. You know, Michael Fortune, Leslie Webb, Caleb James, Ben Brunick. This just, I don't really listen to him, but. Yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> but ultimately you kind of just got to do it, you know? And it's like, I'm definitely, it's frustrating. If I didn't have to do this. And I've I pretty much forced myself. I I told the client I'm doing steam bent legs, that's what I sold them on. So now I need to figure this crap out. And I know it's the right way to do it. It's going to be awesome. Could I have got a way of just picking out the grain carefully and got away with it? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know it's it's one of those things, where it's it's good though because I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to figure it out. Uh, but right now it's it's pretty frustrating. Um, and about yeah, the-, the species? walnut uh, mm-hmm. but it is it is kilned which you know man i'll tell you what it's it, talking about steam bending is it's more dangerous than talking about like how to cut dovetails you know like, <laughs> how it, to sharpen oh my god it's ba- amazing Soundsaw ba- setup right there's a lot of opinions out there yeah. yeah
2: first it's a large subject and then you have it a is. lot of opinions
1: well it's just a lot of
2: variables
1: so many variables even when you think you dialed it all in it's like mm-hmm. well this piece of wood came out of this other lug and it acts a little different and but but i i think i'm getting there and i'm basically eliminating a lot of stuff get you know getting more steam and uh you know i'm, I'm doing another test with some soaked i'm soaking the wood first um and see if that helps so i think i'm up to my this would be my f- I, you know, it's not too bad. So this this piece I'm about to do will be my third of the real piece. Like, so it's the actual piece of wood. So it's the nice, super nice grain wood walnut <laughs> that I'm gonna go screw up for the third time. And so I, I, you know, it's like I hope like this time it works.
2: That's crazy it's, when the when the samples work flawlessly. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, and, the, the up, and that's the thing. Like the very very first ones I did. Uh, I soaked for like five days, and they were thinner. They weren't as wide, and they they worked. Like I did get some fractures, but not enough that it actually hurt the the end piece. Um, and I learned from that, so the second one was even better. But now I'm oh, now I'm doing the actual piece. Like it's 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 got to be the real size, the real thickness, the real width, and it's got to be walnut. You can't just be like oh, I'll test it on some popular like it's it's got to be the species it's gonna be um so yeah i'll keep you posted i'm trying to get get that kind of figured out before i leave amanda's i gotta line up a bunch of work for amanda because i'm gonna be gone for just over two weeks Mm. um but i have to get ready for two classes when i go out there so tell us
2: where you're headed so Indiana indiana to
1: uh to mark adams Yeah. And so I'll be teaching. This is my third time teaching there. I'm going to be teaching a lounge chair. I think it's the second time I've done a lounge chair there. And then I've got to – so I'm driving out. So the whole family doing a whole road trip, taking the Airstream, the Argosy. But I'm also going back out later on teaching a lumber core hallway, top hallway table. And I need to get that done and all the jigs kind of figured out. While now, so when I leave, I bring it with me and leave it there because I'm mm-hmm. gonna fly out that time. Um, so, anyhow, yeah, that and then a bunch more record consoles and and different things. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Business. Problems. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Problems. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna have to ship all that crap, right? Oh, if you God. don't, if you don't get
2: it done,
1: and you yeah. gotta ship it. That isn't yeah. fun. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I was going to sh- show up to be like we didn't get a shipment.
2: <laughs> do you think the um the humidity in Texas is helping with your steam bending?
1: <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you what, man. Like you know it's funny how you get you or at least I do. You you just kind of get used to things. So, the my shop, I kind of noticed like okay, the AC doesn't seem to be working that great. And I just, you know, I'm working. I got shit, I got stuff to do, so I I'm not really thinking about it. But last time, uh, Todd was out filming, his biggest thing was like, I do not want to do the summer. And he's from Texas, but he's from like a very, very dry, like 10% humidity part of Texas. And Wimberley's humid, it's not as humid as like Palestine, but it's, it's, it's pretty humid. And when he came out, like, uh, uh, Mark's like, Oh, he's got AC climate control, <laughs> it broke. So I had to call an AC guy out when he was, and he's just sweating. He's carrying all this heavy camera equipment. He's just dripping all over the place. And so this time around, he told him, he's like, man, I'm only doing the full. He goes, I'll go out and do this one. And, and again, he's like, his AC better be working. And he's kind (laughs) of joking, but kind of not joking. Right. (laughs) And and he gets there and it was, uh, it got up to 90. Was it 90% humidity? 80% humidity in the shop and it was it was bad, and so what I found so that night that next day I got up at like five in the morning and 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 got out there and just trying to figure out what was wrong with it but it, the line was clogged, and so the blower was blown, but it tr- it stopped the cooling from happening because it was flooded,
0: yeah the condensate line was plugged up
1: yeah sure. and and it was just like blowing that the blower was blowing that moisture
0: blowing over the water. Yeah. <laughs> really drying Dude, things out. So up, we were
1: helpful. we we were humidifying, not dehumidifying. <laughs> and so we end up blowing no, that you line were, out.
0: You were humidifying.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we were humidifying, not dehumidifying. And and I blew that water out and poured a bunch of vinegar down the line and stuff. And and uh, and and then the next day it was uh, we got it to be uh, like 55 humidity, 70. Mm. it was wonderful <laughs> and uh, a man is like dang maybe we need to invite him back more often so you
0: yeah like, for,
1: for the freaking uh, forced ah. you to take care of it yeah. i didn't realize you know like i guess i think i feel like maybe it just get started to going to it bad. a little bit i think so i think mm-hmm. we just like i'm working it's like it's I, just I not the
0: it's just not the priority that's all it is you know
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: Once it becomes a priority, you figure it out. Same yeah. thing with your steam bending that you got going on. If it yeah. wasn't the priority, you wouldn't be figuring it
1: out. Man, I would have quit by now, I'll tell you that much. Like, a fin piece, I mean, this is a 2 inch by 2 inch, basically. i have finned it down. It's 2 inch wide. One end 5 eighths. I think thick. Maybe a little thicker.
2: So, what are the opinions on walnut as far as um, ease of bending?
1: It's meant to be wonderful <laughs>
2: okay. yeah you're like yeah of course they'd say that but Walmart. you know
1: again i've i've I, I messed with like a a one inch thick piece and it bent great mm-hmm. but just that extra thickness and it's a pretty tight radius i'm doing too like with that, that chair leg when you really look at like that bend it's probably like eight inches that radius there and it's like i know i'm not going all the way around it but i'm still trying to
0: that one little section is though
1: yeah one little section is and i didn't really caleb was kind of kind of james when i pointed it out i mean it's not that bad he's like dude like that's a pretty tight freaking radius you know Mm -hmm. like a lot of those chair backs are much much bigger radiuses you know but yeah it's meant to bend really nice so they say
0: (laughs) sure well and that's and that's air dried stock too you know, yeah, well, air dried. You're using kiln dried, but yeah, I mean, it's been proven. I mean, Chanley yeah. is a perfect example. Why it's not? all I, kiln dried that he's using, so yeah. And I think
1: Caleb uh, recently did a piece of kiln dried. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> it well, it
0: could be done. It just it's not as easy. But,
1: right. Right. So very we'll cool. We'll <laughs> see. How about how about Ramon? You got our sponsor for us. Now that I blab it on for like. 25 minutes and this is your call you're like philip's going first i was like great
2: this, i think the show's about over <laughs> yeah.
1: i told you i said i don't want to go first <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah but we had to hear about the steam bending that was that was good Yeah, absolutely yeah this episode of woodworks podcast is brought to you by panta router the panta router is a fantastic machine It's a woodworking jig designed to make your most creative joinery fast, accurate, and fun. Setup is quick and easy, and for mortise and tenon, box joints, and dovetails, you can go from setup to glue up in minutes. Angles are a piece of cake and even compound angles like the crest rail for chairs. Take only a few minutes to lay out, set up, and cut. Furniture makers who don't want their creativity to be limited by the joinery tools in their shop love the pounder router's versatility and ease of operation. Please visit Pantarouter online at www.pantorouter.com to watch videos and learn how others are using their routers in very creative ways. Also, be, check, be sure to check out their special offers where they announce their latest sales and specials. That's pantorouter.com. Fantastic machine.
1: Oh yeah, I would have been done in like a day. <laughs> and I, I was actually kind of open. I told them I'm gonna do bandsaw tenons and mortises, and then the slip tenons, which are on the compound angle—not compound, but angled. I was like, I'm gonna use my my slot mortiser, and then I was like, yeah, just just do it all.
2: Keep going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Ramon, man, like, uh, what you been up to? I, be, I saw old Wood Whisperer was using your domino ducks did you did you, did you, did you, did you, did you sell spike <laughs> had, a, had a
2: sales spike yeah that was awesome thank you nice. thank you thank you a little plug there for the for the domino dock and you know it's crazy my wife has been helping me she does all my shipping now and so she comes and she goes oh man that's tells so cool. me she goes have you seen your email lately i'm like no what's going on she's like look at all the sales i'm like Oh, yeah. Somebody somebody said Some, something.
1: You yeah, always, always know, right? It's like yeah. just all in a row. Yeah, just <laughs> blue
2: dots. I was like, that's awesome. And then, which, you know, that's cool. And then I start to panic when I see the inventory is... Yeah, it's awesome if you have them. ...going down.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're a little more organized than this Alf uh, Fence, Elf character. <laughs> you know? Like I've got two... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I try
2: to i try to keep them on the shelf and and it's really awesome now with my wife saying hey we're getting down to you know 10 or 12 or whatever i'm like okay nice. uh, and that, i recently got a large order of baltic birch because that stuff is getting hard for me to oh, get right my now God. i um i think it, it will get it's better shortage, right? I, yeah there's a it's backed up
1: i had to pay yeah. 60 60 more dollars per sheet to get yeah so because uh, for they, three quarter for three or quarter system stuff I get but what happened was is he quoted me and he goes probably 25 more dollars a sheet if that and then he said they came back 60 dollars a sheet and it's because they had to use a 5 by 10 I'm like but you're charging me uh, it's just weird so they ended up they went back say I had already built it they went back to the $25 a sheet. Send yeah, me that it, fall off. It was a, it was just, I know. It was just a shortage. They mm-hmm. they can't get it in, which yeah, is
2: freaking it's, me out. So, yeah, anyway, uh, a lot of domino docks going out. That's awesome. Been doing a couple of logos. And actually, I think I talked about this last time. Did I talk about the, the logo 19 that I made? No, fix it. It was circular. Anyway, it was small, it was uh, three and three quarter diameter. So
1: oh wow you you're holding your hands like e- this not even a hundred like, millimeters <laughs> well, that's not small yeah. no. <laughs> that's exactly three and three quarters uh, okay
2: was <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. that one <laughs> <laughs> There's another another logo for you uh, <laughs> little bird. anyway I um I asked the the, the client. If he, because he wanted me to do it in marquetry, but some of the components of this thing were really tiny, like like a thirty second of an inch, oh wow, and cross grain, and so I thought, yeah, I probably could do that, but there is going to be some errors, going to be really tricky, might want to break. So I thought, would you, do you mind if I do it with the Shaper Origin? And I am still learning the machine, but I know it's um, you know capable, so it was really fun. So the guys over at Shaper Origin, they they actually took the the logo, and they made the files for me, and they sent them to me. Oh, nice. And plugged those in, started making it. So it's three different um, colors of veneer, about mm, 0. 9, 0. 0.9. millimeters, so about a 32nd, I guess. Pretty small, but really tiny pieces, and I'm using these little one thirty-second router bit with an 8th inch collet.
1: Yeah, nice. Do, do you have where where did you get those from? I, I have... I think, yeah, I have to 8 call it, but I don't I'm have any getting bits.
2: That, I'm getting my bits from a place or a company called Timo, TEMO, T-E-M-O. A- Timo. They're, T- they're pretty decent, and they're good price. Did H, you see?
1: And, are you getting it straight from that company, or is no, it like from Amazon? It, come,
2: it comes from Amazon. Through okay, I've, seen. I've, but I've the,
1: got some of those bits. But yeah. the box,
2: yeah, the box is labeled TEMO.
1: Yeah, quarter-inch bits I think I got from them.
0: Did you see that router bit that I showed when I went down? Oh my God, friend, yeah, my, my friend um, Sean Downey who does the custom pool cues. Did you see that uh, 10000
2: thousandths? 10, You've 10, talked 000. about it before, but man, it's yeah. crazy.
1: It's sh- on your li- 10, on IG IGTV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Heard so Sean cool. da-
0: Tro- Troy Downey. Pardon me, Sean's his brother. Troy was, Troy was. Um, he does custom pool cues, and yeah, so cool. Just a, a ten thousandths. Um,
2: Cutter, so that's insane. I wonder how
1: that's, much that's that's how much of a pass, yeah. You know, how much
2: of a pass sh- they're taking with that last
1: five thousandths,
2: probably five less. Thousandth radius. Probably you know? less.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. how
2: much of a, a you know, how much depth, material how much deep, are that or, yeah. or depth, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Well, I think most of it has to do with um, feed uh, rate, feed rate, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you can't mm. you got to be really controlled with it, but with with that <laughs> shaper or origin, you. If you're doing like something super small, if it's within its field of motion, yeah. it would yeah. it would
2: do. It would. It's remarkable. The machine is incredible. It would work. You're thinking, okay, a one thirty second bit. You're looking at the bit. You're like, man, I know, you know that it's adjusting for human errors. You're making the cut, but <laughs> I didn't break any bits. It worked flawlessly, and uh, nah, that's it cool. came out really good. And I did it different. As a matter of fact, when I got done, I was talking to one of the guys, Sean, about it. And he was kind of laughing about the way I did it because I did it kind of traditional. You know, I I made the cavity and, and then made the insert pieces. Well, there's a way to do it with a shaper where you make a reverse image of the insert pieces. And so they're flipped and then you put the whole thing in the cavities and then you, you know, sand or scrape or plane the top off and it's it's done well i didn't do it that way (laughs) i probably did it the hard way but it still worked and it's really interesting you know as a woodworker you're always creating the cavity first right? right or mortise you create the mortise first and then you fit the you size the tenon to fit that well with the shaper you cut your your insert pieces first and then you make the cavity you size the cavity to fit those so it's kind of backwards it me Man, and it's weird, cause, like, yeah, that's weird
1: because I don't. I do it like you. Yeah, yeah it's like just I, that I still do like the mortise first. Yeah, like right. The cut, the cut
0: the cut the hole first, and then make yeah. the thing fit the hole. But you can Again, it's, you can it's make hard the to, you can make the hole fit the fit the
2: piece. You you can. It was it was weird yeah. for me to wrap my brain around that, but yeah, got yeah, that yeah. done. And then I I did another one um for a buddy on on Instagram. Uh, his name is uh, Randall Child, and he wanted. I think he's making a box for his grandson. I'll probably jack that up. But anyway, the name was Tygen, and it was just pretty simple. And I thought, man, I'm going to use a shaper for this because I, I wanted to try it. And he was cool with it. And so after I got done doing it with a shaper, I ended up doing it as marquetry so I could compare the two, kind of just for me. And of course, you know, a machine is beautiful and perfect radiuses and you know uh and so I had I, t- I really took my time doing it with marquetry but hand done by hand versus a machine I was really surprised with the results I was pleased and so it'll be perfect because I got a an, an, an online class coming up actually this Saturday and so I can show the students so this is actually an inlay that was done with a shaper versus double right. double bevel technique with marquetry and you can you know Put them side by side and see, right, right. Uh, the the differences and pros yeah, so and like, cons and everything.
1: Uh, like the and House, letters would be straighter, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Here's another simple for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, straight cuts with marquetry, man. It's I, I have to. That's a
0: challenge.
1: Uh, it's, well, it's and actually, someone that doesn't has never done marquetry, you know. I'm like, ah, oh, Ramon's got this. His, crap looks perfect every time and he's like dude that's like the hardest thing to do like are you sure you want that
2: that font (laughs) and you
1: gave me nothing but straight
2: curvy (laughs) cursive looking flowing font it (laughs) it was
1: it came out so i was thinking about i I wish we could have done more of those that guy just kind of he loved it but he just he went a different route he ended up just getting badges made these gold badges you know and i'm like man
2: yeah i was thinking about those birds on that and house when i was giving the shaper um so like good. like the beak and the the wing tips i'm like yeah I, you know maybe if we had ben's ten thousandths
1: bit right but yeah what maybe. are
2: the diameters on those they're,
1: they're eight inch.
2: they're eight eight yeah. yeah he gets so. them
0: from um think and tinker I think is the is the name of, of that company as I as you two are looking for something to write with.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: think and, think and tinker is where he, you know, and that that's the smallest bit, but I mean he he we had them in all sizes. You just use those for when you needed it. So that the the tight little radius and
2: stuff. Yeah, so you're uh, eliminating yes. corners basically.
0: Right. So that's the uh, Yeah. And he tink, would use Tink think, and Tinker. No, yeah, Tink and Tinker. The,
1: Think and pinker. <laughs> you little tinker. Oh, I hope that's yeah, that's awesome. I'm Irish listening. Um, so, so if you were to do that bird, would you do like okay, so you got the piece of veneer, the background wood, cut out that shit, the mortise, and then yeah, would you take like say it's just a solid, like a piece of maple, would you like cut it out and then get rid of like lower everything around it? And so you're not actually it's have a bigger chunk and then you're pushing that down in there and then that's, sanding that off.
2: That's probably how the shaper guys would do it. They Okay. Would put I the machine on on pocket mode. Right. And make like a relief where just the bird is is it's just going to f- raised. Right. And okay. it's reversed and then you slip that into place.
1: And I guess there's less chance of the little short grain. Right, cuz everything it's still held together part of something.
2: I, I did it completely different.
1: Huh. That's. I, yeah.
2: I ended up using, and I'm actually making a YouTube video on, on, on both of those projects because. You
1: have, you have a YouTube account? You didn't know? Oh, it's huge. Oh, a- <laughs> <laughs> it will be. It probably is. I no, looked. it's,
2: <laughs> it's crawling, but I, I wanted to that's show, awesome. and I'm going to, you know, say in the video, you know, this is not the only way. This is how I did it and it worked. And so and one thing I noticed about the the sh- the shaper um or CNC, I've seen CNC, maybe not people using a 10,000th bit, but I've seen where people have used a CNC and the the inlay looks good, but if you look up close, you can see some discrepancies, some gaps. And I've noticed a lot of people make they'll size their insert piece a little bit small so it'll go in. And I actually sized mine a couple of thousandths big, right. and then back beveled them because I'm I'm traditional. I'm thinking inlay right, and right. And, yeah. and 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 basically forced them in so they'd right. get tight.
1: Can, can so you buy a bit that has a bevel. Like I wondered if there's a bit. There is a very well, gradual bevel. That's interesting
2: that you said that you, because when we do a do, uh, solid surface, there was a I think it was Betterly or somebody used to make a kit that had two bits. One with one bevel yeah. and then the other one with the opposing bevel. And so if you had to do a, a cigarette burn repair or a deep scratch, oh, or something, yeah. you would cut the cavity and it would be conical shaped, right? Bigger right, at the right. top. And then you would create the insert piece with the other part of the bit using a router and the same template. And right. boom, you just, pop. and it's basically like double bevel. Yeah, how but, small yeah.
0: was the, how small was the diameter of that thing though? No, that it, it was
2: big. It it was a half yeah. inch. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, so soft, you wouldn't be able to get any corners with it. No,
1: I have one that's probably a sixty-fourth at the tip, and then it comes out to probably it probably comes out to a quarter inch because it's a quarter inch shank uh, that tools today sent me, um, but I never used it. Um, wow. But I kind of was looking at that, and I was wondering. And I was That's like, great. I wonder if you do it upside down and you cut that out, but you would have to do it in one pass, right? 'Cause you you can't you can't work your way down to the final because it would like stare it would be like a tree uh like mm-hmm. a Christmas tree. So you'd have to go one pass, but you could sneak in. You could sneak into it, so you'd be Yeah, a few thousands. So you could start with an offset, offset of five thousandths and then come back in. Right. I've, yeah, it's I've interesting. Not tried to mess around with that much at mm-hmm. all, I thought about it for a while. I did some inlay of uh, bulbinga and brass, and that was a little scary, but it it worked. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was like, damn. But uh, yeah, it's, it's I'm impressive. having a lot of fun
2: with that machine because it, uh, it's super kind cool. of you know. I'll never get away from I'll I'll never get away from double right. bevel marquetry. I I love the process of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And I love look getting too. something done and telling, showing it to somebody, and they're like, oh, that's cool. Who painted that? Wait, right. no, wait, that's not paint, you know, that's that's wood, and, be, and then you tell them, and you can't see any, there's a zero gap, you know, it's just tight. That's I love amazing. that process. Um, but I am having fun with the shaper, and um, I think it has a lot of potential. So, I want to do a video to kind of show this is inlay with a shaper, and this is marquetry done by hand, and so yeah, you
1: know, and if you nice. can do it so
0: it so it complements it, you know, right? So, it's not just uh, Not just cheating, you know, in in some people's minds, they see the CNC and they go, oh, that's cheating. It's like, no, I I mean, there's things that you can do with the CNC that you can't do by hand. Um, And so if you can do stuff by hand and then add stuff that can also be done with the CNC, you're kind of getting... I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't have any issues with it. I think it's best of both worlds. There's and different applications yeah. for everything.
2: And mm-hmm. right. I say it all the time. You know, it really depends on who you are, what you're doing, and what you enjoy.
1: I mean, right, right. you know,
2: with what with what you're creating. So
1: yeah. Um, so yeah, for me, the biggest thing is the end result. Yeah. You know, is it is it uh, you have you know, the piece? Is it as done a matter well? Fact, what the guy
2: well? the guy said. You know. So when I get done with uh, the class, because I wanted to show this name that I did in with marquetry, and then I did it also with the uh, shaper, and I'm, just to show the class, this upcoming class I have coming. But when I get done, I'm going to send them to this guy that, that ordered this uh, name, and uh, we had talked a bit, and you know some people might want the look of something hand that's obviously handmade. Although with my market share, you can't really tell. Yeah, I mean, no, you can't
1: I'm, tell. I'm, I'm kidding. I mean, I mean, come on, son. I was like, he lasered that crap. Give me a break.
2: But uh, you know, there's there's that aspect as well. Yeah. You know,
1: I think too. Like for me, like not hiding it. Like I right. know there's people that have CNCs and they're not. <laughs> they do not show that they're using it, and they are. Like they are using it, but then they show their product and they put some chisels down and everything looks romantic, and I get it. They're trying to sell a story, and I guess that works for them, and that they're cool with doing that. But for me, I'm like, man, like, just be honest <laughs> some, about it. <laughs> some shavings right there.
2: Like, what aren't those a different oh, for, species? <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: right? It's like, uh, <laughs> hang on a second. Uh-huh. But they're probably worried that it's going to take away. Uh, someone actually with that talk, oh, it was we, Alabama woodworker he uh I, I didn't know it was him but i mean she, she was like we asked him, like yeah it's got to be alabama woodworking and, and he he asked me you know some people think you know how, or basically where, where do i stand with cncs and fine furniture you know is is their place and stuff i'm like heck yeah <laughs> the danes have been doing it for freaking ever mm-hmm. um but yeah that's like you said it depends yeah. what you want to do right Perhaps
2: so, anyway, uh, been doing that, getting prepped for the Austin Sat- School of Furniture class this Saturday. Nice. And,
0: uh, o- online class, right? On- online. It's a,
2: yeah, it's an online class, yeah. It's uh, about six hours Saturday. So, really excited, looking forward to that. Um, it's funny, as I'm prepping for that, I'm learning things myself that I thought, you know, I should have I been, it's like, why didn't I think of this when I was teaching the class here locally? I mean... So it's really cool. I mean, I always say, the more you teach, the more you learn. So, oh yeah, I'm excited yeah. and uh, yeah. trying to get my volume two uh, ebook, oh, Tricks man. of the Trade, ready to uh, to release. Um, it's crazy how much editing.
1: Man, I don't take. know how you do it. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. That's
2: crazy, but uh, it's a lot and We started. It's just the season, so been helping my brother at the garden. So you're gonna be seeing pictures of this crazy garden soon it's like oh my gosh why do we do this to ourselves it's like you know vegetables really don't cost that much we could just go buy them
1: (laughs) (laughs) but anyway it's Uh, fun my
2: my my beautiful lady's been helping us and it's really cool it's he's my older brother oldest brother and we're about 10 years apart and so we've never really spent time together you know when we were kids Right. It was just a little, you know, little turd to him and he we just didn't spend time together at all. So, you know, with this garden and my dad's farm that we're kind of trying to take care of, it's really brought us together. So, there's that aspect. So That's nice. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's I've super been cool. having fun.
1: I would love to know how to go. I don't know nothing about gardening yeah and it's a
0: it's a big freaking garden too we're not talking about yeah. backyard action here <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's a, even, it's farm, even farm garden even that i mean it's like you think oh you just throw some seeds in the ground throw some water on it but there is a lot to know and, and we, lot, we've yeah. learned a lot you know about cross-pollination and um you know of course insects and
1: yeah. water too I, much water I, I, and, uh, yeah during my it's apprenticeship cool. with uh with michael you know they they always had a huge garden and and I always kind of cracked, me know, because I'm like, there's there's three of you, technically like <laughs> two of you, because your son's gone, and you have this garden that will feed the entire frickin' neighborhood. <laughs> um, but man, just a work, a labor of love. Like, it was unreal. It's a labor of love. It, <laughs> I don't really love it. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's it. Well, it's, it comes a labor of love if you want to keep it, type thing. You know, like, you you either just done with it and hate it and be just leave it and let it just all go to crap but like because they you know they didn't always love it but they definitely kept up with it because they they've infested a lot into it you, you know? know
2: what the, the harvest is always just pure joy i mean it's just really cool to see like wow look what we did you know this is the fruits of our labor so to speak yeah yeah um, yeah but the prep and the planting that's not so much fun but it's yeah. the veg- vegetables of your labor yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: right <laughs> uh, I don't even like vegetables <laughs>
2: so did they have you were like when you were doing the apprenticeship thing where you were like having to sand stuff and then go work in the garden?
1: <laughs> yeah I wish i know i wish i just saw I saw them all the time you know his wife would always be off during, you know she' was a teacher and and you know they're, they're Italian descent and like they're just into the garden man and cooking and fooding and pickling and making sausages and it was just unreal wow. all the time they they're set up and and people will come and they'll do a big sausage <laughs> sausage fest they have <laughs> make a bunch of sausages uh around the new year and it's just impressive because his dad was a a butcher and so using oh I was where using his equipment crown came you know, from yeah as a amazing oh. yeah and that do the do all that he has the bandsaw uh was that was meat? his meat yeah that was his saw, dad's right? <laughs> meat kind saw yeah. that he transferred into a wood saw which is freaking awesome, anyhow. Yeah, I, I just you know I, I grew up in freaking London. Like we didn't have a garden; <laughs> vegetables came from the store. You know, right? But yeah, so, or, or for somebody's,
0: or for somebody's um potted plant. You know, you see see folks with pots with tomatoes yeah. in them.
1: Well, I, right. and where I lived, you would have. Um, now I'm totally losing like my my Britishness. I forget what they call it. Um, it was not an allotment. An allotment? But basically uh these these little lots of land that are, um you know, it's kinda of saved in the in the city and there'd be gardens. Uh and so it's usually old dudes would go out there on the weekends and have their little radio and their thermos and a little fold out chair and they'd just do, do their gardening and and uh and, and that's that's what they had. Yeah. Community gardens, yeah, right. For, like community you garden. There's a name for it. Pay for a little, for it, for a like, little lot remember. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. but That's super cool. But anyhow, yeah, yeah. Are, well, you've been busy, man. Yeah, no kidding.
2: Yeah, we went from uh, a woodworkers podcast to
1: no oh, gardening, gardening. gardening. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, jeez. How about you, Ben?
0: Well, just still getting ready for the season i leave sunday i start in on this this uh window this big window project that's Mm. probably the biggest project of the season placing windows in a grain mill building historic nebraska state historic site uh you'll be
1: gone like
0: i'll be be gone during it's it's only about an hour and a half away from where i'm at but we're going to end up staying we got an airbnb that's still about 20 minutes away from where the job actually is because the job it's a small town in Nebraska so you know to say it's small and Nebraska it means it's a real small town
1: (laughs) Um,
0: but we're going to stay like during the week and then chase back Um, I'm going to chase back on the weekends Randy's he's got a little bit further drive it's probably about two and a half hours home for him from there Um, if it was just me I would probably think about tough it it. out yeah well commute it back and forth does that make sense oh i see it's it's about an hour and a half away so you know i got three hours in the car each day but so instead i'm just gonna we'll go down we'll probably do like monday through thursday nights um and then come back on the come back on the weekend um so that'll be better than last year when we did this i was gone for a month you know we did
1: like yeah, top. that's what I was wondering. Yeah, we
0: did like 28 days in a row of like Ooh, 12 man. 14 part days. This uh, this would be a be lot on
1: the family, huh? Just it like is. Guns. It is. It's um, it's a
0: big stress on you know, then it it yeah. puts puts everything on my wife's shoulders yeah, which yeah, is which yeah. isn't fair to do. Um because right. she, you know, she works right. full time also. So, mm-hmm. um yeah, I got three boys at home. Uh one of them's yeah. in high school now, so it's a little bit easier, but it's still know it's it's a lot of responsibility to the the only reason i'm able to do it is because my wife is is able to stay stay back and and take care of everything right Um, so yeah it's a big Big commitment on her part, so hopefully I can come back and, or I, I will come back and right,
1: right, right. Uh, um, and, have, and and have the week. Yeah, hopefully I'll have a
0: place to stay when I yeah. come back.
1: So. <laughs> so do you do you move all your tools out there or what? Like how
0: you know? he Randy's already made all the windows, oh, so they're okay. they're like complete, oh right, they're like you complete units. The ones you showed, yeah. yeah. So and so those will come out. So we're basically going to be doing installs like Re- taking remove, out moves there remove, remove replace remove replace um you know uh so yeah it's going to be kind of construction for the most part yeah. for a month i think is what we've kind of got allotted uh, um so i'm trying to get myself ready for that a couple of oh a couple of purchases to make things a little bit more streamlined yeah
1: you buying now
0: Oh, some of those. What What are they? And they that's Milwaukee. the
1: point of woodworkers, man. They just like... Right, right. Made, I made some money. Let's buy some equipment. I, I, right. need,
0: some, I need that. Too. I need something. Right. <laughs> yeah, a couple of those. Uh, what are they? Packout boxes? Whatever the heck those things oh, are. Oh, yeah. From, Milwaukee Packout. From, from Milwaukee's. Yep. Just, I, I got a couple of those just to, nice. to be portable and be able to... Because we're going to have to... We've got trailer at the job site, uh, but we'll have to put everything back in the trailer yeah. every night wheel everything out get everything going um and i bought it i bought myself a decent pair of bags like
1: oh i saw you know yeah. just I,
0: i've i've limped myself through all these years with different big box store um and when bags, or
1: bags he means a tool belt A
0: tool tool belt, tool belt. right belt. yeah i suppose
1: <laughs> anyway I like, when, you, when you i saw yeah. your poster saying you said bags i'm like why, why do you need bags? Like, what are you talking about? Sure. And that's, I that's, what talk too, that's what we call them too. Bags. Bags. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's the first time I've ever heard it. Like, bags. Like, yeah. You, you bags don't even bags. think of
0: it. That's what, that's what you call it. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's so, called. Right. Anyway, doing that and then, that's and, cool. and trying to get ready for the second half of the summer, we've got uh, this little chapel building project that we're going to do, um, in Pierce, South Dakota. So I had to do drawings, man, yeah. that's a pain in the butt to do submittal mm. you know so i've got to have got to create yeah i got to create drawings um that are basically like this is what i'm going to build um so that you know it's a butt covering deal on the architect's part you know they they approve it and they approve it so they can then go back and if there's any issue they can say well this was here was where it was approved and they either followed it or whatever i yeah mm-hmm. it's just a pain in the butt drawing Getting into SketchUp and and drawing out Storm Sash and some screens. It's Um, time consuming. (laughs) It's time. I I can make a window in less time than it
1: took me to draw the dumb thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's where you just go to the the warehouse the google warehouse and just say storm sash window i suppose yeah like, see it here it is what's up if I,
0: <laughs> if I was smarter at that thing that's probably what i what i would have done in the beginning uh, I, sta- uh, I started drawing these things like you know in components and i'm going to draw um you know like all the joinery and that it was more like kind of construction for you yeah for for, for me and, so and like also just 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 to um with sketchup just to tried to all right this is something that I've done in the past it's it was kind of a refresher get myself back into it man I could not get I had two profiles so yeah. the pro the profile of the Small. on the storm on the style or the rails right. I, well it'd be on the rails so I've got the profile on the rail but then it's a coped shoulder that's on the right. that's on the tenon and I could not get those two to so together yeah because it's a, it's a positive and it's a negative, and I tried doing intersect faces. I tried a whole bunch of different things, but I couldn't get that last little triangle where now, you the I know what's really frustrating
1: meet. is a lot of times with that stuff, if it's, if it's the actual size, and so say you have the one component and you're trying to intersect this to it so that this is going to go away and it's going to leave that, that nice cope you have to like and, and this is so annoying and I, I maybe i do it wrong but the only way i can get it to work she's like you do it and it looks like it's working and you you click delete one more line and like the little face will disappear or something or a little corner will disappear you have to like extend the part you're going to actually intersect like make it go thicker and mm-hmm. wider so that they're not on the same plane and i think that's what usually screws it up which drives me nuts but yeah it's when you're trying to do little detail like that it's a it's gonna be a real pain i i just went through that recently it's like yeah. tried like spend i'm like i could go to the shop like you said and freaking do this <laughs> <laughs> yeah be, you know yeah but.
0: and and for this instance it it didn't matter i mean they don't yeah. they don't need to see they don't need to be able to pull the thing apart pull so i apart, after right. getting frustrated with it and just saying forget this i can't spend any more time at it then i just drew a storm window up Right. you know but it was all connected you know it was like you do a drawing where it doesn't where it can't come apart but i could get i could yeah, get my yeah, numbers yeah. on here here's you know yeah. this the, the mid right, rail right. these will be the muttons and this will be you know the width of the S- lower and sketchup's rail. got
1: expensive now too it's no longer free
0: i'm still using that 2017 make or whatever the heck that thing's called so
1: okay mm. yeah it, it, it got it don't, got me what i needed to do right so. Yeah. my
2: my brother and i used to joke because we would have you know blueprints and there would be you know elevations front view side view of all this cabinetry commercial casework whatever and then they're wanting shop drawings were like well they're right here
0: (laughs) right there that was yeah that that was my thing i was like you got to do drawings this and give them back to you (laughs) you got to do drawings it's like isn't that the architect's job (laughs) no i mean i understand why it's why it's necessary they just want to they want to have basically you saying this is what i'm going to this is what it's going to look like
2: how i'm going to do it yeah yeah it
0: it makes sense it's just a it's if you don't do it all the time it's a pain in the butt and that's where i was earlier this week yeah and then a little bit of construction around the shop they have got an alley going in along the side of the building um where the alley is uh they they're turning it it was a gravel alley and they're putting in uh concrete because the neighbor the neighbor building um has got a you bank gonna put a,
2: oh i thought you were going to put a drive up for your el tomato fences <laughs>
0: well there's a there's a drive-through going into the bank and so that's why it's the bank's actually paying to to have the alley concreted which i was all in favor of if i I didn't if i could get the benefit of it without having to without having to pony up the money for the for all the concrete for an alley that's a that's a lot of dough um so yeah it
1: was it was nice it's expensive yeah i was looking to my to my driveway and even though where i'm at i don't know the price now but people always like it's cheap where you are but man it was freaking it i was like i'm not about to drop 10 grand on a damn driveway it is expensive
0: i just i just have a little a little patch that's going to be my responsibility like six feet by 33 feet and it's it's seven bucks a square foot so Mm. So you can do the math figure that that out
2: yeah nothing's cheap anymore no especially if you use wafer board for anything (laughs) for anything right (laughs) <laughs> these poor people that were making furniture out of it no no <laughs> your supply just went up yeah way for board
1: yeah when the crate <clears> costs
0: <throat> more than the what you're what you're putting in
1: it i went to burn a piece of osb the other day you know you start a fire pile and you're like screw it i'm just gonna start burning everything And i had a piece i'm like it's a pretty good sized piece and i get rid of it and i got to the fire pit and i'm like Man, I should just hold on to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a $40 piece right there. <laughs>
0: right. Oh, that's ridiculous. Anyhow. Well, yeah, cool. and the only other thing that I had was I, I got my little, um, my old shop, got that leased out, which is a Oh, you a, did? Yeah. Oh, a nice. Big deal, big deal on Good. on my end. Just from a...
1: Shop you're in now?
0: The sh- yeah, where, out? where I'm at right now because they're... Because if I was in the actual, if I was in my shop, we'd be hearing the uh, concrete, concrete saw uh, going. So Jackhammers came and over. <laughs> came over here. So,
1: but, so what is it? Uh, is it a craft? Is it what, what's it going to be? Do you know? It's
0: a. I mean, a clo- I imagine you know. It's a clothing boutique. Clothing boutique. Yeah, women's women's clothing boutique. That's that's moving. How long
1: in.
2: was it uh, vacant? Uh, since
0: the first of the year. Oh, so. that's not too bad. No, it wasn't too bad at all, and I I just. I I was kind of hoping it was going to happen organically, um, which is the way it's it, it's never been vacant um, since I okay. started leasing it, and uh, now you a while have a,
2: a better a nice access for your secret fetish, <laughs> women's clothing.
0: <laughs> I, my, my 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 boutique fetish. <laughs> like, Where's yep. this going? <laughs> I didn't. I, <laughs> I was wondering too.
2: <laughs> oh come on, you know exactly where it's going. <laughs> yeah
0: i got 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 it got it rented out um which was like i said like i said tried to do it kind of organically and knew that i was going to be leaving for these jobs and so hired a A realtor realtor friend um Mm -hmm. and yeah he had it he had it leased out
2: in two days so
1: wow yeah that's why they make that seven percent that's right yeah. yeah
2: how's your buddy doing that was in there before he he did he buy oh, a place? Oh, Scott,
0: Scott's doing great. Yeah, he's got his own place. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Yeah, he, yeah. Every everything. The nice thing about the little building is anybody that I've leased it to, it's you know, it's got a good track record. Everybody has like moved up, like moved on to bigger, bigger, better things. They've they've awesome. gone from leasing to buying a place, and and mm-hmm. yeah, it's and and that's what I'm hoping will will continue to happen. You know, people will have success here. Uh, success. Um, here and uh yeah, and then it gets a reputation as being yeah. a successful place and yeah and
1: and they need they need move because they need something bigger because they 're growing that's yeah. cool
0: and then somebody wants to come in because they want to do the same thing yeah.
1: so yeah that 's cool yeah i i 'm looking this this month we 're looking into pricing out uh like a, a a mueller building or whatever you know those metal buildings mm-hmm. and just adding onto my shop um mm. I don't know. Land is crazy, and building materials especially, is crazy.
2: Especially where you're at, huh?
1: Yeah, it's, it's insane. It's all it's, it's all it's all owned. Yeah, it's it's just <clears throat> it's nuts. So, well, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, maybe just stay where I am. My mortgage is stupid cheap, and see if I can get a good loan on building an addition onto the shop. It won't be like the the biggest addition. I I, I'm, I am somewhat inched in and so I'm going to see how big I can go basically come up with like how big can I go what's that going to cost for the electric slab metal building OSB the OSB <laughs> I was going to freaking OSB the inside and paint it not anymore $80 a sheet
2: maybe you could use walnut or something cheaper
1: I know right <laughs> Just solid <Yeah>. walnut <laughs> anyhow yeah well cool right on yeah crazy
0: well, I think we have thoroughly killed it here. So
1: Yeah. Five minutes over.
2: <laughs> so Ramon, you wanna you wanna get the head up? <laughs> yeah, right on guys. That was that was good. Thank you all once again for tuning in to this episode of Woodworkers Podcast. We certainly appreciate it. If you have any questions about this show or past shows or suggestions for topics for future shows, the best thing to do is drop us a DM at our Instagram account, which is Woodworkers Podcast. And so on behalf of Ben Brunick and Philip Morley, I am Ramon Valdez, and we will catch you right here on the next episode of Woodworkers Podcast.
1: All right. Take care, Ramon. See you next time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.